Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this teaching. I'm so glad that I can spend time with you in this teaching series. This is the 12th lesson of the series named Building Firm Foundations. The Lord asked me to produce this series of teaching in order to help many new believers or even old believers to build good faith foundation or Christian foundation. I have learned that Christians who don't have good foundation have difficulties in growing spiritually, in walking with the Lord. Therefore, it's so important that we start the Christian life with a good, strong foundation. This is a 12th lesson, and this lesson is about being filled with the Holy Spirit or being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Baptize or baptism mean immersion. When you put something under the water, you immerse it under the water, that is the same meaning, baptize or baptism. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us. We ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher, and we are your student, we are your disciple, we want to learn We ask you to open our eyes to see, open our ears to understand, and open our hearts to receive, Lord. We yield to you. We surrender to you, Lord. We pray and ask you in the wonderful name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Holy Spirit is God. God has three parts. We call Trinity. The Father who is in heaven, He is on the throne. He is the final say for everything. Jesus is the Son. And Jesus was sent into the world 2,000 years ago to be our Savior, to die on the cross, to shed His blood, and to save mankind. He is the way for mankind to go back to the Heavenly Father, to have relationship with Him. The Holy Spirit is also God. He's not just a power. He's not just an energy. He's not an abstract. He is the person. He is God who was sent by the Father in the name of Jesus to be in us, to be with us, and to be on us. Therefore, we need to treat the Holy Spirit as God, not just as an energy or power. When the Holy Spirit is related to us, there are three English words. Number one, with. Number two, in. And number three, on. The Holy Spirit can be with somebody and try to speak to that person to come into the knowledge of Christ and come into salvation. Before I was born again, the Holy Spirit was with me and talk to me and ask me to really open my heart to learn the Bible. 
At that time, I was not a believer yet. But now I look back, I see that the Holy Spirit was with me. But after we all accept Jesus Christ, repent of our sin, and become a born again believer, the Holy Spirit comes in and dwells in our spirit. He is in every believer. But not only that, the Lord Jesus said He wants us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes on us. You have a picture of a glass or a container. You can put the water into that container. It can be half filled, three quarter filled. But if you keep pouring the water into that container, it eventually fill up that whole container and flow out of the container to be outside the container. To soak around and go into the table and on the floor. When we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, we're talking about that to fill something until overflowing to be on or outside that container. We are the vessel of God. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and God wants to fill us with His Spirit. He wants to give us power. We need power. As a human being, we do not have our own power. We can be smart, we can be intellectual, but we cannot fight against our own sin with our own strength. We cannot fight against Satan or demons, and we cannot protect ourselves. We are vulnerable people. We are living in the world full of demons, curses. Bad people, calamity, natural problem, natural calamity. We need the power of God, not just only to fight against the problem in the world, but also so that we can serve the Lord with power, and we can be effective in preaching the good news and preaching the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can use the power of God not just only for our own benefit, but to help other who needs help. I just came back from Thailand, and I like to lay hand on people and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow! People who have skin disease got healed. People who almost commit suicide got set free from depression and suicidal attempt. People who got broke financially became very broke, recovered financially. Family that was breaking down was restored by the power of the Holy Spirit. He just used me as a vessel to bring that power to set the captive free. In Mark chapter 16, verses 17 to 18, these are the words of Jesus Christ, and I hope that you take the word of your Lord Jesus Christ seriously. The Bible says, "And these signs will accompany those." Who believe in my name, in Jesus' name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. You can see clearly here that the Lord Jesus one. All of us, the believer, to have power, to speak in tongues, 
to live supernaturally, to help the sick, to perform signs and wonders, to use our supernatural gift that come from the Holy Spirit to build His church, to expand His kingdom, to preach the gospel. It is His will for every believer to be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to have the power to serve. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth." Again, you can see in this scripture, the Bible says, "The Holy Spirit come on you." We are talking about being filled and overflowing. With the Holy Spirit, baptized with the Holy Spirit. The reason God wants you and me to be filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit is that He wants us to have the supernatural power of God from heaven. Can you imagine? Will you send soldiers into the battlefield with bare hands? No way. You need to give. The soldiers, knife, guns, weapons—is that right? To fight in the spiritual warfare. In the same way, when we try to witness for Jesus Christ, when we try to preach the gospel, the enemy will not be happy. Satan and demons will try to fight against us, because he comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Therefore, we need to go out as a soldier of Christ. With the power, with the supernatural grace of God, in order to save people from the work of the enemy, the Lord gives us the power by filling us with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter two, verse four, the Bible says, "All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit enabled." Them. Before the Lord Jesus Christ went up to heaven, He gave the command to the disciple: "You need to wait in Jerusalem until you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, until you are endued with the power from on high." Many disciples at the beginning obeyed the command of the Lord. They were waiting. In Jerusalem, unfortunately, I believe that a lot of people left before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Only 120 disciples stayed in the upper room, and on that day, the day of Pentecost, heaven was open, and the Holy Spirit was poured from heaven on them. They were speaking in tongues. They were drunk in the Spirit. They were pretty loud because they were filled with the Holy Spirit. When you study the Bible carefully, you can see that the sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in other tongues. I can speak Thai, I can speak English, but I cannot speak other languages. When the Holy Spirit came on me. He will move my tongues. I speak 
but he moved my tongues and I speak other languages, heavenly languages, or can be other human languages that I never learned before. When I speak English, the English word come from my brain. I have to think about vocabularies, grammars, how I compose the sentence in English. English is not my mother tongue language, so I use my brain to think all the time when I teach in English. But when the Holy Spirit make a speaking tongue, that language come from our spirit with the Holy Spirit on the inside. It bypass our brain. It's supernatural. It's spiritual. Speaking in tongue is the initial sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 10, 44-45, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. The Jewish Christian who came with Peter were astonished. Wow! These Gentiles were filled with the Holy Spirit. They saw them speaking in tongue. As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. It's so clear that the Holy Spirit came on these Gentile believers at the moment Peter was speaking. I will teach a lesson called How to Receive the Holy Spirit or how we can receive more of the Holy Spirit in the near future. And the Holy Spirit, the anointing, can come with the voice of the anointed man or woman of God. When Peter was preaching, the Holy Spirit was moving and God poured His Spirit upon all these brand new believers in the house of Cornelius. There were Gentiles and the Holy Spirit were poured on them and they were speaking in tongues. Other people, the Jewish Christians, saw with their own eyes Wow! But they were astonished. Not only the Holy Spirit poured out on the Jewish believers in that generation, but the Gentiles received the infilling of the Holy Spirit as well. There were signs, there were physical evidences that people could hear, people could see in the upper room. The believers were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in tongues, they were pretty loud. They were drunk, they were laughing. They has the physical manifestation of being filled with the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in tongues. God controlled their tongues in order to show that from now on, I empower your whole body now because the tongue controls the whole body. That's what the book of James say. We look at other scripture in Acts chapter 19, verses 1 to 6, and it happened why Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, these people of new believers. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? So they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what? Then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized 
with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on Him, who would come after Him. He means Jesus. That is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Again, the word "on," the word "upon." In Acts chapter two, a while ago, we read, we see the word, the Holy Spirit came on them. Now, in Acts chapter 19, the Holy Spirit came upon them. This is not about in. The Holy Spirit is in every believer, but this is about power. It's about anointing. It's about supernatural power of God came upon the believers to serve the Lord. In this situation, it's interesting. When Paul met these new believers at Corinth, he did not ask them, how are you doing? What is the name of your pastor? What is the name of your denomination? How long have you been a Christian? He asked very important question. Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit after you believe? Wow, this question should be asked to every believer on earth. Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit after you are born again? If Paul asked that question 2,000 years ago, I think this question should be asked today as well to every believer. Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? And you can see that the Holy Spirit came upon God's people not only by voice or the preaching of the word, but by the laying on of hands. God used different methods to impart or to fill people with the Holy Spirit. In this scripture, we talk about preaching, hearing the anointed word of God. Many times Jesus healed the sick by just speaking. Healed. Get up. Demon, get out. He just spoke. And the anointing came with his voice and miracle happened by the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ walked on earth 2,000 years ago with the fullness more than enough or without measure, unlimited Holy Spirit on his life. I want to be like that. I want to have a lot of Holy Spirit, a lot of measure of the Holy Spirit on me. Don't tell me, please. It's too late to tell me that. You don't need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Christian, have the Holy Spirit inside. It's enough. That's okay. Don't need to have any more. Don't tell me that. It's too late. I believe in the Bible. The Bible talks about Elisha, who has the double portion of the anointing of Elijah, or the spirit of Elijah. The Bible talks about the Lord Jesus, who has the spirit without limit or without measure. I'd want to have more and more of the Holy Spirit in my life because I love God. I want to be more fruitful for God. I want to preach the gospel. I want to help people to come to salvation. I want to see the sick get healed. I want to see people who got tortured and chained by the devil to be set free. Therefore, 
I am seeking to be filled and to be refilled and to be anointed by the Holy Spirit more and more. Again, the sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit first time is speaking in tongues, speaking the language we never learned before. In Acts chapter 8, verses 14 to 17, now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The people in Samaria were born again. They received Jesus Christ and repent of their sin. The apostle in Jerusalem heard that good news. They were concerned. They care about those new believers. They sent the two apostles, Peter and John, to Samaria. Why did they go there? Why did Peter and John go to Samaria? To make a financial collection? No. To build his own kingdom? To have his own denomination expand? No. What was the main reason John and Peter went there? John and Peter, the early church apostle, knew that it's so important for every believer to be filled with the Holy Spirit because it's a command of the Lord Jesus Christ, their master. Verse 15 says, Who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. What was the reason? What was the main reason Peter and John went to Samaria? To fill them with the Holy Spirit so that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Did they have the Holy Spirit inside them already? Yes, they were born again. The Holy Spirit lived inside every believer's spirit. This scripture talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 16, For as yet he had fallen upon none of them, they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they lay hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Again, not only by preaching the word, the anointing come with the voice of the anointed man, but laying on of hand is the way to impart the Holy Spirit. I myself was born again in around 1981 in Thailand. I joined a Baptist church. I never heard about the Holy Spirit for three years, about two to three years. And one day, a believer came to my house and encouraged me to read the book of Acts. I read the book of Acts and I notice all this scripture and I pray to God, God, these believers in the book of Acts received the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. I never experienced this. Could you please give me this experience? I want to be a 1000% Christian. I don't want to be just pure warmer, just people who go to church and fall asleep during the sermon. I want to be real. I want to follow Jesus 100%. I pray and God answer. God sent a Christian medical doctor from England to preach in a medical conference, medical Christian conference in Thailand. I went there and when they make the altar call on the last day, who want to serve God, I walked out and this doctor lay hand on my head. I felt the power of God coming through my head into my heart. And suddenly, I spoke other tongues. Wow! This is the first experience I had in 1983. I was speaking in tongue, 
I opened my eyes, and the world was changed. And after that, I served God with power, more so safe. I was able to preach better. I was able to understand the Bible more than before. When I read the Bible, and I want to teach the Word of God in the Baptist Church, I noticed that my teaching was really different from before. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God. For the baptism with the Holy Spirit that come through the voice of the preacher or come through the laying on of hands, and I'm so glad that the Lord still open heaven and want to fill His people with the Holy Spirit today. In Acts chapter 19 verse 6, and when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke with other tongues and prophesied. When the Holy Spirit came on you, the first time you spoke in tongues, and not only that, the infilling of the Holy Spirit will help you to be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit on the inside of your spirit. You can be more quick and sensitive to the witness of the Holy Spirit on the inside. And when God speak to you something, you can tell other people. The word prophecy or prophesize here means speak something that the Holy Spirit tell you on the inside. Sometimes I prophesize when I talk to my patient, not like this. Thus say the Lord, God tell me this to tell you. No, I don't say that way. I don't want to look religious, but. I talk to the patient, and the Holy Spirit tell me, "You need to perform this kind of surgery, and it will be good for the patient." I tell the patient, "This is the plan of the surgery for you," and I explain. But actually, that plan came from the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I speak from the Holy Spirit. Actually, as a believer, we should speak less, slow to speak, but quick to hear, and everything we say. Should come from the Holy Spirit, not from our flesh, not from our mind only, but we should be the people who speak the word from the Holy Spirit all the time. When you speak to your husband, to your wife, your kids, your customer, your boss, your friend in the church, listen to the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak. You don't need to say, "Thus say the Lord." You don't need to say, "God say this." I'm gonna prof- prophesy on you. No, no, no. You just speak the word that the Holy Spirit speak to you on the inside. If every believer can do that, wow! The church will be full of power. The church will be full of victory, of wisdom. When you speak the word from the Holy Spirit, people will have victory. So the good part of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that we receive power to witness. To overcome problem in life and to fight against the enemy, to serve the Lord, you can use your gift that the Holy Spirit has given to you. Some of you may have the gift of prophecy, the gift of teaching, the gift of preaching, the gift of pastor, the gift of encouragement, the gift of giving, the gift of serving, the gift of helps. Whatever gift you have, the power on the inside of you. And the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, of the gift of the Holy Spirit, will be flowing through you with the power. 
you're going to see more result. You're going to see the work of the Lord move faster, more soul safe. People come around you. They will be blessed. They will be set free. They will be healed, not by yourself, not by your own power, not by your own intellect, but by the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. I would like to encourage you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I will come back again in the second session of this teaching, being filled with the Holy Spirit or being baptized with the Holy Spirit. But before I end first part of this teaching, I would like to raise a question. Please write down the answer. Send to your pastor or your mentor. The first question is, is the Holy Spirit just energy? Is the Holy Spirit is only abstract or power? Who is He? Write down the answer. The second question, is it true that all the believers have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside their life or their spirit? Is it true? If you are a born-again Christian, the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside you already. If that is true, why did Jesus tell us to be filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit? In other words, we seek the Holy Spirit to come upon us. Why did Jesus tell all the believers? In the early church, they waited in the upper room in Jerusalem before they went out to preach the gospel. They obeyed the command of Jesus. How about today? Should you and I obey the Lord Jesus' command to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Why did He tell us to do that? Should we do that? Should we obey His command? Please write down the answer. And I want to invite you to come back to listen to the second part of this teaching. Father in heaven, I pray, Lord, that you shall fill my brothers and sisters who are listening to this teaching right now with the Holy Spirit. If this is their first time, Lord, let them experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If they were filled before, let them be filled again and again and again, Lord. I pray in the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. I was filled with the Holy Spirit when that Christian doctor lay hand on me. But my wife was filled with the Holy Spirit while she was driving a car in Seattle. Three times, People lay hand on her. Nothing happened. She came from the background uh, of faith that did not understand about the Holy Spirit. But one day in the car, she was driving and she said, God filled me with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came on her and she was speaking in tongue in the car. Wow, God can do anything as you are seeking God. You are hungry for the things of God. May the Lord bless you. See you in the next 
teaching of this series. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Oh, Thursday.